Dear listeners, Salaam. We now bring you part 1 of our program Wahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 6th July 2017 as part of Thursday live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program is hosted by Team Radio Sai's Bishu. Spend the day with Sai. From 6 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. on Radio Sai Thursday Live. Radio Sai Thursday Live. Salam, dear listeners, and welcome once again to Wahini Satsang. our series in the last leg of thursday live every thursday where we ruminate on bhagwan's direct message the message that swami painstakingly wrote for decades right from 1950s right from the time he put his stylus down to pen prema vahini it followed with so many streams of divine wisdom sutra vahini vidya vahini prashnottar vahini sandeha nivarini prashanti vahini satya sai vahini bhagavata vahini ramakatha rasa vahini and each of them is a stream which if we can at least taste and experience even a drop that is enough to purify us that is enough to ensure that our small s gets converted into capital s and every capital s is sai if it is self confidence it is sai confidence if it is self satisfaction it is sai satisfaction if it is self sacrifice it is sai sacrifice if it is self realization it is sai realization the whole journey is to convert this small little s into that big s and every one of these streams is only a pointer is i would say a painstaking effort that the avatar took month after month himself writing it down it never happened before no avatar ever wrote down his message here was satya sai writing down so that we understand its value and sometime at least later in life we ruminate and then make this a part of our life just so that we are happy just so that we can be in bliss that sai always in so after about 21 episodes of vahini satsang we are today now still continuing prema vahini because every time you take one line and the discussion is endless just for one statement of prema vahini but somehow today we have come week after week in this beautiful satsang to chapter 9 in the previous week we did the first section of chapter 9 where bhagwan talks about 
the transient nature of power and how man forgets that he really does not have complete power over anything how only the eternal power is beginningless and endless and we had professor chandrashekhar the former head of the department of mathematics and computer science sharing his own personal experiences his life defining moments and we received so many feedback so many letters from listeners all over the globe saying how that satsang helped them to reduce their ego how it helped them to align themselves more to bhagwan's will and all of you dear listeners who took that pain to write to us thank you so much because every time you write it is swami writing whether it is a praise whether it is a feedback which will make us improve but a satsang is a two way process and every time you let us know it always encourages us it always is a message from bhagwan so today swami in his graciousness has sent to the studios two very very illustrious souls one of them is a former student of bhagwan's university and today he is in this mission of spreading the glory of bhagwan through his music through his melody through his bhajans brother dr sonam gamso from sikkim a very familiar figure in the sai fraternity and bhagwan has also sent to energize all of us to fill us with that inner power to make us never ever feel weak to make us never ever feel that i cannot do this to always feel that i am size soldier to always feel that i am size so i can do anything i can be that instrument that swami wants me to be for this someone who is an epitome of this the firebrand leader the firebrand instrument of bhagwan mr ajit popit from united kingdom he is here with us really grateful to swami that he has made this possible as we await to celebrate and offer our salutations to bhagwan as the supreme preceptor as the paramaguru as the sadguru as we prepare ourselves for this festival swami has sent to the studios mr ajit popit and dr sonam gamso so dear listeners so let's get started i will now play the second section of chapter 9 and after that we will request mr ajit popit to share his thoughts his experiences and his insights lokamuna kondaru vidyadhikariyaniyu mari kondaru dhanadhikariyaniyu shastradhikariyaniyu tanantavatsu aithe ee adhikaramunaku కొంతవరకు మాత్రమే హద్దు కలదు పోనీ కొంతవరకైనా అధికారమున్నది కదా అని తలంచవచ్చును ఈ విద్యలను ఈ ధనమును ప్రసాదించువారొకరున్నారు కదా అట్లు ప్రసాదించువారికంటే వీరు అధికారులు కాదు కదా ఈ రీతిగా యోచించి చూడ ఒకరికొకరు అధికులై కడకు సరువులను అనుగ్రహించు సర్వేశ్వరుడే సర్వాధికారి కాని క్షణకాలమునకు సంప్రాప్తమైన అధికారమునకే నేను అధికారి అన్నా In the world, some may consider themselves to be the authorities on education, wealth or philosophy. 
But all these authorities have their limitations. Still, someone may think, Oh, it does not matter. At least I have some authority. But that authority is the result of someone granting you that knowledge and wealth. This only means there is an authority higher than you. That authority is given that power by someone even higher. If you think likewise, finally you reach that point where you recognize that the ultimate authority is the Supreme Lord. Therefore, to have short-lived power and think of oneself as a person of authority is indeed ego. So, thank you so much Mr. Ajit Popat sir for coming to the studios and you just heard what Bhagwan is saying to us in this second section of chapter 9 and if you can elaborate from your experience, from your life you are someone who has experienced a lot of authority, experienced a lot of wealth, you know what it is to have power, you know what it is to be able to command over a group of people, you know how to build a business, you know how you can actually overpower people through your position, through your wealth, through your education, you have seen all of that in life. So if you can share from your own life and from your interactions with Bhagwan, your insights about what you think about what Bhagwan has shared here, how can we understand this further? Not only understand, how can we assimilate and practice this in our real life? Some practical lessons that we can follow in our real life. Om Sri Sai Ram, dear listeners of Radio Sai, I am greatly honored and I bow down to my beloved Lord for having given me this opportunity to share in the spirit of caring and sharing. First of all, I will invoke the blessing of uh, Mother Sai. Yadevi Sarva Bhutesu Shakti Rupena Sausida Namastasya 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 Namonama. I suppose, uh, in a way, I am the right person to talk on the subject of power. Because I ran away from my home at a tender age of 18. Mm-hmm. At the age of 19, I landed myself as a military cadet in Indian Military Academy, having abandoned my education and without the knowledge of my parents, I landed there. Mm-hmm. After one year of training, I became a second lieutenant and I had the power to arrest a man and I had the power of first class magistrate. Wow. So at that young age, when I had the money and the power, I was walking in literal sense six inches above the ground. <laughs> came 1965 and I participated in the war and when I saw my own colleagues dying there like vegetables Mm. then I realized that my sense of power was so hollow and then I realized that my behavior with my subordinates was also my own illusion because I was a second lieutenant and after two years of my service I became captain of the Indian army But then I had always a major in front of me Who is senior to me (laughs) And the major was relying upon the shoulders of lieutenant colonel And the colonel thought that he is a big man But he had to report to brigadier (laughs) And the brigadier thought that he has to report to major general By the way this is the hierarchy of military rank And the major general thinks that he is a divisional commander And he is commanding 29,000 people Whereas he has to report to lieutenant general the lieutenant general thought that sitting in Delhi army headquarters, he is one of the top brass. 
but then little did he realize it that he was always always overshadowed and overruled by the chief of the army staff who was the general <laughs> the general then thought that he is now all in all one fine morning the prime minister of india appointed general manik shah as the field marshal and he thought that he was a little boy in front of him <laughs> yeah, yeah. so brothers and sisters the question here arises is that what power are we talking about i remember once i was uh, at sitting at the divine lotus feet of beloved swami i had come with a group of 436 people we had chartered a jumbo aircraft from london to prashanti nilayam with swami's divine grace and permission bhagwan had called selected of us and he was talking about the power he said people talk about power what kind of power are you talking about swami elaborated ichha shakti kriya shakti gnan shakti if there is a complete balance between the three kaena vachana manasa you derive the power from within swami also very beautifully explained to me that anything that you acquire with your effort or as a bonus or as a grace it cannot be a power hmm. the real power comes from within also if anything if you have achieved. yeah because i'll give you an example hmm. in general election if you are elected as a member of parliament after 5 years you are again going there as a beggar pardon my saying <laughs> asking for the vote yes. because without those votes your power is gone yes out of sight out of mind hmm. you become a mayor the tenure is 4 years afterwards if you ask him what is the name of the mayor he said who the hell he is <laughs> so we are talking about things which are actually passing cloud Hmm. A man who becomes a Supreme Court judge and then he becomes the Chief Justice by seniority, the day he puts down the last judgment, nobody wants to know him. Nobody is not even aware of him. Yeah. So the judicial power is related to his position. So Bhagwan said that power is derived from position and possession. Hmm. First, you are craving for position. to acquire that position you start collecting possessions either it is financial power either it is a physical power bahubalam dhanbalam yes but the real balam is atmabalam atmashakti so bhagwan made it very clear that do not get puffed up because you have got the power because the body is because some people are very powerful in their oratory and then they are in their behavior because they are very handsome but come at the age of 60 and you start seeing the wrinkles and then you are looking for uh, uh, the scream you know now it is available in the market how to remove the wrinkles mm. nobody wrinkles. has succeeded it huh? how to remove the wrinkles yes <laughs> look young again <laughs> <laughs> yes. so brothers somebody is proud and very powerful about the position that is very handsome or beautiful somebody think that he is controlling 20000 people somebody think that he is a minister maybe for all you know he is a minister without portfolio <laughs> you see yeah. a married man thinks that he is very powerful but the real fact is that the housewife is the home minister isn't it <laughs> and if she is clever then she is also finance minister <laughs> and nowadays she is controlling the mobile yeah <laughs> so she is also communication minister <laughs> then what are you <laughs> so brothers and sisters brother pushti today has raised a very pertinent question because as we see the newspaper every day the nation is trying to empower the other people by exercising their own political and military power the leaders are trying to force the issue on the public 
by bringing in the name of reforms. But they are all trying to exercise the power. Hmm. Come next five years, and if they are out of power, like it has happened in the United States of America, yes. Obama health care yes. is now being completely rejected by yes. the president, yes. the new president, yes. Mr. Donald Trump. Yes. So, what I'm trying to tell you is that now, as Bhagwan was telling us time and again in Kodai Kennel, standing in his balcony, as the lake is covered with the passing clouds, he used to say, these passing clouds will disappear as soon as they are trying to hide the most glorious and magnificent sun. But within a second they will pass away. Likewise, this power is very temporary. Fleeting. Mm-hmm. Very fleeting. Actually, in reality, if you do not rely upon your Atmic Bal, Atma Shakti, you are actually powerless. Does the train start according to your whims and fences? Wait, they say that the train is led by half an hour. Where is your power? Where is your power? You have to wait. If the flight has not taken off, what can you do? What can you do? You are sitting in your chair and powerless. But I am an MLA. Hell with you. Who cares? The pilot is not going to land and do a forced landing, you see. What I am trying to tell you is that nothing happens according to my whims and expectations. Actually, things happen according to the laid down procedure and according to the best time. Because God's timing is the best. It is said very beautifully in Holy Quran that He is all-knowing, all-hearing and all-seeing and all-powerful. The real power comes from that source. That is why Bhagwan once told me in Kodai Kali very beautifully. And I suppose the readers will listen very carefully and if possible they will make a note in the diary. Go to the source with all the force where you find all the resource. There is no other recourse. That is the right course and that is the essence of my divine discourse. Yes. That is power. <laughs> wow. Amazing. The, you go to the main. Yes. The source. source. The source where you find all the resource. That is power. We are now going somewhere else. A brother Sonam will like to say something and share with me uh, because he is a powerful man on music. He has come with the power from the Lord Sikkim. So let us hear him. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and it's so wonderful to sit here and listen to you uh, on this beautiful issue of uh, ego. Yeah. This Swami has been all the time, as you said, reminding us time and again about to be aware of the upsurge of your 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 ego. Yes. When you know Swami once told us that imagine a fly sitting on the steering wheel and saying that and feeling that I am driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we were once singing a bhajan, a very old bhajan, it's a vintage bhajan now, nobody sings. Sada Bhajo Sai Ram Nirdhan ko De Dan Aham ko do Balidan. Bhajan was like the Sarvajani Mahapurushko Dilse do Samman. This Bhajan came from Calcutta. Aham ko do Balidan. Aham ko do Balidan. Fantastic. Swami said, Aham ko do Balidan is wrong. Swami said. Aham is Aham Brahmasmi. Oh, Aham Kara. Yeah. Aham Kara is wrong, Swami said. Then Swami went on to say, Aham plus Akari is Aham Kar. Yes. And Akar is your body. Uh-huh. Akar is the shape of your mind also mm-hmm. and the shape of your intellect also. When you go beyond the shapes, beyond the structures, yes. then you are just the aham. Uh-huh. So it's a journey from the lowercase i yes. to the uppercase i. Yes. So shut the eye and open the eye. 
So this was a beautiful thing that Swami told us and just a while ago we were just there sitting and discussing that Swami has Swami never left any stones unturned to chip off your ego. Yes. <laughs> and we were so fortunate that Swami did that to us. Maybe, like maybe, maybe you can just share one instance when Swami did that ego surgery on you. No, that I think is a very common phenomenon that most of us living very close to Bhagwan, uh, we have been experiencing. All of us, we have our own share of experiences of that kind. But I can tell you one paroksha type of experience that I had many, many years back. Sure. I was in Assam mm-hmm. and I was to participate in a huge Seva, uh, a Bal Vikas program. Now what happened was, I was never aware that I was supposed to address the audience on education in human values. Because mine was just participating in the Balvikas program, Guru's program, and then singing some bhajans, that was my, my part. Then it so happened that the chief guest was already there, who was a very big scholar, mm-hmm. a Vedant, scholar of Vedanta. And there was nobody prepared to present a paper and there was a seminar going on. And the state president asked me, you go and make a presentation. Mm-hmm. Now I said impromptu, how can mm-hmm. I make a presentation? Because if it is, it's a seminar, mm. I'm expected to present a paper. I haven't written any paper. He said, you speak something impromptu, doesn't matter. So now what happened there was, you know, you just go and stand there and blink. <laughs> and then you don't know what you are going to speak because you are not prepared. Mm. And during those moments when you are most unprepared that he fills you in because you are praying so hard. Yes. And then Swami suddenly inspired in me to speak on Shikshawali. Oh, wow. Now that was a discourse that I had heard Swami speak so many years back during our convocation. And he had spoken mostly on Shikshawali. And then I gave an, it, it became an exegesis on Shikshawali. And then how the gurus of, of uh, you know, the gurus of yore, they used to be first prepared, completely enlightened. And then they would wait for the students to come from all different, you know, Amayantu Brahmacharina Swaha, Vimayantu Brahmacharina Swaha, Shamayant, yes. you know, people who had Shamadama Uparititiksha. Yes. Such mm. students, the teachers would yearn to have such students. So they would pray to God that now mm. that I am prepared, I am ready to give them all the knowledge of the sciences and arts. God, please send these deserving students to me from every side. <clears throat> so like this, Swami had made this beautiful discourse, Swami had taught us. So I started speaking on that. Now it so happened that this man suddenly on the stage, he, he started crying. in the chief guest of honor. Oh. And I still remember after my, after my talk, I sang a devotional song which I had sung before Swami's, uh, during Swami's 60th birthday. Ye garva bhara mastak mera, prabhu charan dhul tak jhukne de, aham kaar vikaar bhari man ko, nij naam ki mala japne de. I had sung this song during 60th birthday. So there also I sang this song because it was very convenient to sing it. And it was very appropriate also. What happened was, after the song, the chief guest got up and he told me, you have crushed my ego. <laughs> because I had translated I am the only Assamese scholar 
Vedic scholar who had translated the Shikshavali, that entire Taitri Upanishad, uh-huh. into Assamese language. But this interpretation, this new exegesis on it, I have <laughs> never heard in my life. Where did you get it from? Amazing. And I said, I got it from Bhagwan Sri Satya Sai Baba. So, Bhagwan Sri Satya Sai Baba touched him also. <laughs> you know, yes. crushing of the ego. Yes. He has got so many different techniques he of... He didn't touch him, he gave him the power. He gave him the power. <laughs> <laughs> he empowered you. Huh? Because you became empty, he empowered you. He empowered <laughs> you, yes. So, it was a very nice experience of, you know, yes. because I already had my own share of chipping off the ego. Yes. Mm. And it used to be so painful. We all know how painful it used to be. Yes. But Swami would say, Vaidyo Narayana Hari. So let me perform the surgery. Don't stop me. If you hold my hands, yes. then the surgery won't happen. <coughs> and then you will continue with your ailment. <coughs> the ailment, the biggest ailment that can ever happen is the ego. Yes. And then I had this beautiful experience of uh, Swami telling me, because I had that day, you know the day Swami shifted to the Raj Mata of Navnagar's hmm. palace in Brindavan. Correct. When he had... Devi shift, Nivas. Yeah, Devi Nivas. Because the, because the house had to be demolished, Swami's yes. bungalow was being demolished for Correct. the uh, reconstruction of uh, the new... Trey Brindavan. Trey Brindavan. So Swami said, let's go there and find out peace, Swami said. So that evening we had a nice housewarming and bhajan session. Hmm. My throat was, my voice was in the best condition there was nothing wrong with me but three times I broke down mm-hmm. I couldn't sing I was out of the and so many things happened then after the bhajan your ego is at your peak you know mm-hmm. because you are singing bhajan and Swami is praising you every day and you know when your ego is so raw and so bloating everywhere he the, the slightest prick also is becomes very painful so I was again and again holding my throat and showing it to the, the to the humanity sitting around that actually I am okay, but you know today my throat is not in condition, so I couldn't sing well. I was trying to show off. Mm. And Swami said, "You don't have to do that. <coughs> it's your ego that has blocked your throat." Mm. Oh, Swami told me, "Tumara gala thik hai. Tumara ego usko block karta hai." Oh my God! Swami ke charan mein. खाली एक ही चीज है एक ही व्याधि है जो तेरे गला को स्टॉप कर सकता है वो तुम्हारा ईगो है बाकी कोई भी बीमारी कोई भी कुछ भी तुमको नहीं होने वाला है स्वामी सेड दैट इट वाज अ ग्रेट मोमेंट ऑफ बट अगेन यू नो योर माया प्रिवेल्स अगेन सो आफ्टर अ फ्यू मोर डेज आफ्टर फ्यू मोर पैट्स ऑन योर बैक एंड पीपल सेइंग दैट ओ यू सैंग सो वेल यू लिफ्टेड मी स्काई हाई एंड टुक मी टू हेवंस यू नो देन यू आर वंस अगेन पफ्ड अप and of course we were at the time those days you know adolescence and uh, yes we were still young in our college so those things happened but it took so many decades and still i am still wearing off my ego every time it you think on. about it uh, every time i think these are moments mm. which are eternal lessons yeah. every time you think about it a new meaning emerges a yeah. new inspiration new energy to follow that path mm. Yes, exactly. Amazing. Yes, sir. Ajit Popat, sir, if you can share, I know no, you have a cue of what he is telling about yes. the ego. You know, Swami once told me in the interview room. We were sitting in the inner room, and Swami told me that puppet four things are taboo in spirituality. Four things cannot find any place whatsoever, even to point zero zero one percent. First is knowership. Hmm. Second is donorship. Third is doership. And first, last is ownership. 
करिष्ये वचनम तव दैट वॉज द स्टेटमेंट मेड बाय अर्जुना बिकॉज स्वामी मेड इम वेरी क्लियर दैट आई कैन किल ईच वन ऑफ देम विदाउट लिफ्टिंग इवन ए फिंगर बट आई एम मेकिंग ओनली माई इंस्ट्रूमेंट यू आर ए निमित्त मात्रम येस अर्जुन नेवर फेल दैट यू वॉज अ डूअर Yes, at the last moment when he realized it that he actually has won the war and he told Krishna to get out yeah. and get off from the chariot. Krishna said, "You better get off first." <laughs> Because Arjun thought that now is Satya Meva Jayate. He has won the victory. <laughs> But then Swami made it very clear that Krishna told him that no, insisted that you first get off. And as soon as Krishna came out of the chariot, the chariot went into blaze. Yes, because it was. Lord Himself was taking all the blows. Yeah. Yes. So Swami made it very clear to me that puppet. When I used to, I'll tell you a very beautiful thing which happened. That one day he asked me to speak in Sai Kulvanthal. He said, "Bolo, Gopala, Malaka, Palaka, Chalaka, Sanchalaka." That was the subject. First of all, I didn't understand what he exactly meant, right? And then he made me realize after the talk was. that it is only that you are standing there and you are speaking what i want to hear and it is me that my voice which is controlling you one day after that talk as i was going back to my room in w97 i met number of brothers and sisters and they were praising me sky high papa your show was great today really it was very inspiring blah 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 next time only luckily swami called me is a papa how are you I said, Baba, I wanted to ask you one thing. It will be last night. This question was bothering me. That when I was going back to my room, everybody was praising me, and everybody was saying that they were saying, and they were giving me all the credits. So in that situation, what shall I? What should be my reaction? Like brother said, the sonam that when everybody is praising him, he also feels that yes, he is a very good damn singer. But the point is that he is he is is able to sing so long as he get the atmic power whereby his throat is clear and the blockage is removed. So likewise, I asked Swami. I said, Baba, what should be my reaction? He said, Puppet, if you accept the credit from others, remember you have to also accept the debit because at the end of the day, account has to be reconciled. <laughs> so never accept the credit that you are the doer. So I said, Baba, what should be my state of mind? He said, When somebody is telling you that you are very good, you are very fluent, your talk was excellent, keep on saying Sai Ram, Sai Ram, Sai Ram, Sai Ram. Mere ko mat bolo, mere ko mat bolo, mere ko mat bolo. Bhagwan is saying that in spirituality, if you really want to progress, there is no scope of hypocrisy. The problem about our ego is that we feel that we are the doer, yeah. that we are the owner, that we are the knower, and we are the donor. That was the language of Duryodhana. Arjuna only said, "What did he say?" Karishya oh Lord Krishna, Karishya Vachanam Tava. I shall do exactly what you say. And what was Bhagwan's instruction? Sarva Dharma Amparityajam Mame Kamsharanam Raja. Aham Tam Sarva Pape Bhiyo Moksha Ishyami Masuja. He wants us to become the embodiment of three peace. Swami once told me very beautifully, rather in a lighter vein, but very seriously, he went to me. He said, "Papa, I am the embodiment of three peace: peace, perseverance, and patience." And he looked at me and he said, "You are also embodiment of three peace: power, position." and possession <laughs> <laughs> so now that transformation has come and it must come in this very lifetime 
that we must move from power position and position because all these things are nothing but the reflection at a certain level in certain dimensions of the ego problem i am mla i am mp one day swami told me lot of vips are waiting i thought there must be lot of vip i mean big either minister of communication has come or somebody as cabinet minister has come then swami just looked at me and smiled very impatient people are sitting there <laughs> they are all vip <laughs> vip very impatient people you see bhagwan actually knew i mean he is the master craftsman to cut your ego in no time because basically what swami wanted us to become his instruments german knife made in germany very powerful instrument if it is not sharp it is useless isn't it and the day the white knife thinks that she is very powerful believe you me while you are cutting the vegetable she can cut your finger also it's a double edged weapon and as bhagwan says very beautifully your youth your power there is a very beautiful brother pushti i will take the opportunity and uh, uh, i feel honored to share the one of the most beautiful verses made by uh, lord shankara lord shankaracharya sadeshesu dhanya videshesu maniya sadachara vrutteshu nattono janya manasyena lagnam gurora dipadme tatakkim 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 kim tata bhagwan told me kim tata ha you are famous in your own country when you go abroad you are honored and you are privileged and you are given red carpet all this power all this position one heart attack when within 15 minutes this beautiful pump which is installed by the lord himself stops working stops. and within 5 minutes you become part of panchmahabhuta your own people will make sure that you are cremated very well <laughs> huh is they, it not and they'll cry yes. over you for some time well that is a crocodile tears you see i hope so <laughs> your panch prana panch kosha panch gnanendriya panch karmendriya panchmahabhuta they are also having some kind of ego but they don't realize it that they are controlled by the parmatma the parama shakti who are the controlling power you see you switch off the light you switch on the light and the light comes and you think that you have got power no sir power is outside the main switch is on means we think that he is doing a damn good job no it is connected to transformer transformer think that he is doing a damn good job and he is giving light to everybody in the whole street but the problem is that it is connected to the main transformer and to the main switch main switch you see power nahi hai darkness aa jata hai comes from the source it's our day to day you know even in puttaparthi sometimes we have voltage fluctuation ha huh? internet doesn't work <laughs> your google is useless is it so bhagwan is telling us from our practical life that all this power and position is only your false ego and your awareness which is absolutely crooked swami vekanand once very beautifully said a american devotee asked him that swami ji your name is was narendra and your master calls you vivekanand what is the meaning of it he is my brother my master was the embodiment of supreme knowledge he called me vivekanand because unless and until you have the discrimination and the anandam and what anandam i remember bhagwan once very beautifully told me when i came back from gram seva he asked me papa did you go for gram seva i thought i had done a damn good job you know i we went there in the village and from house to house we were distributing all the fruit you know swami prasadam i said baba yes i did go he said what how do you feel 
I say anandam. He said, go inside. And brother, listen, and I hope my listeners will write down. Brahmanandam. He said, there is a beautiful, beautiful sloka. Brahmanandam paramasukadam kevalam jnana murtim. But Baba turned it around in such a beautiful way. And he said, Brahmanandam paramanandam nityanandam akhandanandam atmanandam adbhutanandam ashcharyanandam premanandam yoganandam turyanandam satyanandam advaitadandam and then he raised his hand and he put it on his chest and he said, now satchidanandam. The source of anand is he. Ultimately the power doesn't matter what power it is, whether it is political, material, uh, in terms of scholarship, that power ultimately gives you what? Joy, anandam, correct? No, it doesn't give you anandam. It gives you temporary joy. When you eat Balushai huh, and Mysore Pak, you feel happy. You don't become blissful. Because that happiness also disappears because after one hour again you are hungry. It's already innate in you. Whereas that bliss which Swami gives from within, yeah. internal, that is power. That remains in all circumstances. Yes. Whether you are going through ups and down, like one day Swami told me very beautifully, I was looking down, he said, Hey, puppet, what happened? Upset? Look up and get set. <laughs> <laughs> Look up and get set. That is real power. My equanimity remains the identical in every situation, whether it is prosperity, adversity. Yes. Whether I am well or I am unwell. Yes. Beautiful. The Shridi Baba in uh, Science Satcharitra, it is very beautifully recorded by Hemant Baba once told the Shama, Udham jake tum udar kone me betho. Dunya idar se udar ho jayega tum hilna nahi. Yes. The problem is that when I am praised, I am walking six inches above the ground. In moment somebody criticizes me, whether it is rightly or wrongly, my ego gets completely burst and then I, you know, it's completely inflated. Yeah. And then it becomes shrunk. That's why my mood changes. This sloka is very beautiful. Everybody respects you. Sadeshesu mananya videshesu dhanya. Sadacharo vrutteshu mattona chanya. Everybody is praising you. Manasharya lagnam guru radhipadme. But you have not received the blessing of your Lord. Tatakkim, 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 tatakkim. At the end of the day, what will say the bottom line is that you are the good man. That's it. They say it out of, you know, decency. <laughs> because they have to say it. Social etiquette. <laughs> Many people don't, don't. Somebody said, I like Mahatma Gandhi. So I said, is it because of his, his truth? And the respect, and he is the father of nation. He said, No, that day we have a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> that day we have a holiday. So that is the respect we have now. Right. Yes. yes. So one has to be very careful about the power. What power are we seeking? Yes. Is it physical power? That's why Baba always used to say, Never be proud about your youth, your prosperity your knowledge, your wisdom. Because these are all temporary. One stroke and the memory goes. You become a cabbage. Yes. You just heard part one of our program Wahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 6th July 2017 as part of Thursday Live from Prashanti Nilam on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. We hope you enjoyed it. Your feedback is very important to us. Please email your thoughts to 
listener at radiosci.org. You can catch the next part of this right here, same time, same place, next week. This program was hosted by Team Radio Size Bishu. Thank you and Sairam.